This podcast is proudly part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. If you'd like to check out more Kaiju and Tokusatsu goodness, go to kaijuramenmedia.com. Him? Shin! Standing by. Complete. Greetings, heroes of the internet. I'm Travis. And I'm Nathan. And we are the Henshin Men, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and high-kicking adventures. In this installment, we will be discussing Kamen Rider episodes 56 and 57. Poison Butterfly of the Amazon Gorilla! Amazon no Doku Cho Gorilla! Shocker deploys the Lady Kaijin Gorilla to poison Japan's water supplies with her scales. Takia Hongo chase a lead by speaking with a woman who's brought a rare devil butterfly from the Amazon, only to learn she is the Kaijin! Somebody's poison the water hole. You stole my joke. <laughs> except, mine was, except mine was shockers poison the water holes. <laughs> so this yeah. week, so this week, Travis, we are getting some repeats from past episodes, just not quite the same as other repeats that we've had. So, yeah, th- yeah. In, th- in this episode, remember, man, it feels so long ago now <laughs> when we had the moth. Yeah, the big mo- Well, he started out as a caterpillar, then got turned into the moth. Yes. Now we have a butterfly because, yeah, it was bound to happen eventually. But the thing is, this butterfly doesn't fly. No, it has half a wing on uh, oh, her. Sorry. Because they were because uh, this kaijin is female. It's a rare female kaijin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call back to Bee Woman. Well, we've had another one since then, but this one puts Bee Woman to shame. <laughs> Bee Woman's looking at I... this thinking, man, why couldn't I be wor- why couldn't I have been made by a shocker that had more money? Like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I really like about this design is, and I mentioned it in the last time we talked about Common uh, Rider, is uh, the asymmetry. Because we're starting yes. to get more uh, kaijin that are not symmetrical on both sides. And, and so even on both sides, like one side is a little bit different. So they have the asymmetry in their design. And I actually really like that. I think that's a unique take on these monsters and these kaijin uh to to add a little asymmetry mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. yeah because with gu- gorilla gorilla the uh, which is based on the quote-unquote devil butterfly because if it uh, they would shoot poisonous barbs at people like huh i see where mothra got it anyway <laughs> <laughs> so the it does Gorilla doesn't fly and have wings, 
so much as it has one one wing. So I guess you know Q1 wing angel from Final Fantasy VII because <laughs> it has one, <laughs> it looks like a wing on on one side of its face. So it's almost like those weird flower kaijin that we've had we had a few months ago, but only on one side. Right. Yeah. And and it, the name kept confusing me because I'm like, okay, I know the Japanese word for gorilla is gurira. It's so similar to the Japanese word for gurira, gorilla, but I don't think it's I don't think it's supposed to be the word for gorilla and it just no. was like throwing me off <laughs> yeah it was throwing me off really hard too but it's yeah every language has similar sounding words that people get confused all the time trust me i know because i'm an english teacher for a local university i see it all the time i like that this episode kind of starts as almost like a it's not quite a haunted house, but just kind of like it a little bit of a... It feels like a haunted house, though. I even wrote yeah, down... it in, kind of is. I even wrote down in my notes, guys, be glad this isn't house. You know which house, house. I'm talking about? Oh, the Japanese house? house? The Japanese yeah. film? Oh, baby. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I have heard Thank things. you, fans! <laughs> Toku fans, if you want an excuse to buy a Criterion movie, because yes, that movie is in the Criterion Collection. It is a Toho film. You want a trip? <laughs> Watch House. <laughs> oh, baby. Have you seen House? We... No, that's what I say. I haven't seen it, but I've heard things. Oh, I have heard things. Oh, my gosh. House. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, we so we start off this episode with a father and son who are driving along the road at night. Their car breaks down. They are scared by the vision of the butterfly person. And so they run to the nearest house, this old abandoned house. And I'm like, don't go to the old abandoned house. What's wrong with you? You have clearly <laughs> not seen movies. <laughs> and then they get in and there's spider webs all over the walls and everything and and there's the lights don't work so the dad has to grab this big huge candlestick with the little candle and he walks around it's just like this is such a haunted house movie mm -hmm. show mm -hmm. thing that they're doing and then mm -hmm. of course then they get captured by shocker yep. and it, well, no, well, yeah, it ends with it ends with shocker girl i'm like Oh my gosh, it's a shocker girl. We haven't had one of those in a while. I miss the fishnet squad. Where's the fishnet squad? <laughs> they were with the first spider uh, creature, which we're, we're yes, going to talk about. Another spider, spider creature. Just man. Yeah, but yeah, we're yes. going to have to talk about that in a little bit. But anyway, more repeats. Um, the So the shocker girl, the shocker lady who sh who pops up, I, I put it in my awards, but I do want to just just briefly mention um they get kidnapped by the joker from batman 66 <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to elaborate on that a little bit later because now i have to know when we get to the awards we will talk about it but yeah we're just gonna, i'm just oh, gonna yes. say that they they get kidnapped by the joker from batman 66 <laughs> from caesar <laughs> by caesar romero <laughs> 
<laughs> who may have just been Mackenzie. <laughs> Sorry. Got latitude zero on the brain right now. But oh, rest in peace, Akira Takarada, please. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so you want to know something that confused me a little bit? What? Why in the heck is Hongo subtly in the habit of chewing on blades of grass like an American hick while riding his motorcycle? It's a piece of like wheat. You know, he just sticks it in his, in his mouth yeah. and just gnaw on it like, like a cowboy. I'm like, okay. He's a cowboy on a steel horse he rides. <laughs> And he's common, common, common rider. I am, I am memeing that so hard. <laughs> I am memeing that so hard. You just made Bon Jovi sing about common rider. You for 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 the past five seconds, you have been my new favorite person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway yeah i mean it's he's a cowboy and i gotta say i like so i went to when taki and hayato you we all know anybody who's listened to this podcast knows my feelings about about the uh the hayaki uh ship <laughs> but uh, yeah the uh the bromance <laughs> when Hayato left, I was really worried about the the chemistry between Hongo and Taki, but really they they have great chemistry. Like they work really well together. And yeah, I think that's they just do. Great. They do. I wonder if it's because as we learned from August Ragone a few weeks ago, <laughs> the actor who plays who who plays Taki auditioned to be Hongo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I should have been you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was just thinking about this moment when they're sitting there and they're looking like Hongo's looking at uh, a map and everything. And he's like, I'm sure shocker is involved. And then he just out of nowhere tosses Taki's helmet to him and Taki catches it. Yep. And they're like, let's go. Yep. And it's just like this yep. great yep. And right before, partnership. Moment. And right, but right before that. <laughs> Right before that, Hongo had to save our FBI agent, who suddenly seems to be a little less capable at his job. He had to, he had to tell him not to put the paint, the random paint that they found on the ground in his mouth. He's like, it could be toxic. I'm like, smart move pointing that out. But you would have thought that the FBI agent would have thought of that. <laughs> There's a weird substance on the road. I'm going to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> now I've seen that done plenty of times in movies and TV shows. And if they realize it that is. it's something that it's something bad, they just spit it out immediately. The idea being that they 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 make sure not to swallow any of it. But it's still okay, really but dumb. Still, <laughs> it, it's still yeah, it's still kind of weird. It is still kind of weird. Also, we have here's more repeats for you. We have another kaijin from the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Gorilla Gorilla to deliver. Maybe maybe she's the one who's going to deliver my my Ultra Seven X package tomorrow. You know, I'll just I'll open the door and and she'll do like her little weird transformation thing right there. And then <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll get lucky and get deadly disco lighting or something. You never know. Maybe she'll just drop it off with a drone. <laughs> yeah, 
No, I, there's no drones around here. We get actual drivers. <laughs> instead, instead of Amazon using drones to deliver packages, now they're using uh, just the Hygiene. shocker goons. Yeah, you didn't know Amazon was a. You didn't know Amazon was a front for shocker. <laughs> there is nothing that would surprise me less than. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they made a common writer show i mean they, they made it I would, be, I would be more shocked if shocker wasn't involved with amazon in some way well common writer amazons actually yeah that's the japanese title if you watch it in the states on American Amazon, they actually call it Amazon Riders. Yep. I wonder why. And this is not to be confused with Common Rider Amazon from the 70s. Yep. The the This is starting one. to get a little bit confusing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to those series later whenever it's time. We gotta get through regular Common Rider first. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we do. Although I so, have to say, with the whole thing being, you know, you know spit it out because it might be poison. That's uh, you know, we've already made the joke, but that's what. The, and this is this is a certifiable plot. You know, poison the water and kill lots of people. Got it. Although when they test it, that is the fastest poison ever. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you yep. swallow a little bit of it, and it seems like it kills you before it even gets to your stomach. <laughs> yep. It does. That guy that guy didn't even swallow it and he's already Ugh! I know cyanide works fast, but geez. When you could yeah. come up with a poison that makes cyanide look slow. <laughs> <laughs> so the moving on with the with the episode plot. So we have Hongo figuring out that it's a butterfly that the the, the powder that they found was butterfly scales and that there's poison Again, on them. Stole that from Mothra. <laughs> and then they figure out that there was a scientist who brought over a poisonous butterfly from the Amazon. So they're trying to uh, find out who it was uh, looking through the newspaper. We have hijinks with Goro uh, with the newspaper. <laughs> okay. That's a theme this week. Goro accidentally figuring it out <laughs> or saving I mean, the day is he is he really like they would have figured they would have found the the information they needed faster if he had not made a hat out of the piece of newspaper that they needed yeah and and that's the other thing they're pouring over newspapers you talk to people some people our age and a little bit younger they don't even know what newspapers are right (laughs) what are these things forget the fact that i delivered newspapers for like 10 years but okay <laughs> uh, yeah congratulations paper boy <laughs> yeah hey <I>, i'm retired <laughs> retired paper boy is it is that, that sounds is that the sequel to the old nes game retired paper boy <laughs> i really do want to highlight the clever editing that they do when gorilla transforms from her you know, from her, you know, sultry lady shocker goon into her kaijin form. That is really nice editing because the the actress is silhouette. She has a little bit of crazy makeup on. Looks like the makeup that the shocker goons had in the in the early Hongo episodes. She'll be silhouetted against 
uh, 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 silhouetted against you know like in a door and then she does a funny little pose with her hands where uh, and her arms where it looks as she brings up to her face and then the camera zooms in a little bit zooms back out and now she's the kaijin i really like the effect it's simple but effective Mm -hmm. yeah it is it is just the the hand motion and then the quick cut between her moving her hands and into the kaijin it's, form it's literal sleight of hand you know <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah because you're yeah. looking at the hands and not at the the necessarily at the editing yeah um then taki and hongo decide to go visit the haunted house that we mentioned earlier uh mm -hmm. and so there's a few things that happen in this in this this house first off taki goes by himself why did hongo send him by himself if they thought that the shocker yeah, might be they have they do not watch movies and taki gets captured stuck in a room and they plant a bomb and they they set it for five minutes it's going to explode in five minutes and taki's like oh no i'm trapped and then hongo has to come and save him but then after that they decide to just hang around the haunted house they're like well we might as well wait here for a little bit that is literally the words they said that is the, well, at least in the subtitles that is the words that hongo said is i guess we should just wait around here for a little bit why what <laughs> what baffles me is that is that at least that could be you know an easy excuse to have a fight scene which is what happens hongo shows up he henshins fights the goons and you think okay he, I guess he somehow knows that Taki's in there, but he doesn't know about the bomb, but there's suspense because of the timer. And Gorilla just says, hey, Taki's in the house. And at first I was like, why are you telling him? Second of all, why is he believing you? I, I mean, but the whole thing, but he doesn't know about the bomb. So I'm like, okay, so the whole thing is because it's a trap. And <laughs> he wants him to go in there when the bomb goes off. Okay, I get right. it, but still, why would you just be fighting all the bad guys and then the villain says, hey, Taki's in the house, and then you just drop everything and just run in there. It's not like you knew there was a bomb. Right. Or that well, Gorilla he, said, hey, the house is going to explode or something. He just goes in. He just stops what he's doing and goes in there. It's, it's such a weird situation. He goes in there to save Taki, and Taki... Taki's uh gets rescued but it's after all of that after the bomb is disabled or well they get rid of the bomb after all of that and and Hanga goes dehensions he goes back to being you know his, in his civilian form that they're just standing around in this like house and that's when Hongo says trademarking the word dehension by the way <laughs> <laughs> that's when Hongo says well maybe we should just wait around here for a little bit and it's like I I don't I don't get it like you just you know but it's just, it's all it's just a it's just a reason for them to be there when for when shocker captures uh tachibana and for them to uh. fall through a trap door that's in the floor and end up in the shocker base at the same time that the that shocker yeah, shows up with it, tachibana it, it, in the scary basement cave because tachibana right. is tachibana has got a serious case of what I call splinter syndrome. Splinter syndrome. Explain. Yes. You remember, well, he's the mentor, right? Trained right. our common writers. And yes. that's 
not uh, that's not unlike Master Splinter and Ninja Turtles. Now, this is more specifically to the original cartoon because Splinter, well, and this happens in the video games too. Splinter is supposed to be this very you know, excellent sensei martial arts master, right? Yet he constantly gets captured by the bad guy, so the turtles have to save him. That's what I mean okay. by Splinter Syndrome. Oh, which okay. is why there are okay. uh, there are later... Well, it happens in the movie, too, because Splinter gets captured in the movie, <laughs> the original movie. That's true. Which that So that's what I mean. It's like, why is the martial arts master constantly getting kidnapped? Which is something I think they started getting away from in the later seasons of the original cartoon, and then... The later cartoons have completely thrown that out the window, and Master Splinter is the most awesome guy in the show. <laughs> if he ever right. gets captured, it's because the bad guys earned it. <laughs> right. It didn't happen yeah. often. Um, so we need to kind of rush through because I want I want to have time to be able to talk about the next uh, episode. Uh, okay. So- okay. So our heroes have knives now because <laughs> well, they got them from the Shocker goons. Oh, okay, that's the true. shocker that goons had like, knives. Okay, I thought that was like you guys just carry knives now. Also, good grief! I this again in contention, in contention for the awards. You want to know how evil Shocker is? They decide that they are going to drown a child in poisoned water. Yep. Poisoning isn't enough. Drowning isn't enough. Drown the child in poison water and watch it happen. You sick monsters. <laughs> sick. Sick monsters. Also, why didn't Hongo, why did it never occur to Hongo that he could just hench in and break the bars? He had to do the, I know. the cooler but more elaborate way to get out. It's, it, it's the same thing. Like uh, that's what I was saying. So Hayato always escaped from being put in a cell and Hongo always broke out of chains. And if you ever put Hongo in, in a cell, he can't break out. And if you ever put Hayato in chains, he can't break free. It's just something that's that that is their specific weaknesses. <laughs> Those are weirdly specific weaknesses. I'm just saying <laughs> we yeah, also, yeah. Yeah, but one of the things that I find really interesting, aside from the exploding gorilla dummy, which just made me laugh, <laughs> right? <laughs> kick, oh, it turns into a dummy. Dummy explodes. I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck? But th- we have a new common r- writer fight song in this, and it has lyrics. Yes. It almost feels like a secondary theme song. I'm curious to see if it comes back. It didn't come back in the next episode that we're covering today. So I'm wondering if it comes back because if it does, it spoils a heck of a lot of new writer moves that we have not seen yet. True. But I will say I like this song better than the regular theme song. And I didn't think I would like anything (gasps) better than the regular theme song. I know. I know, I know, but I did. I liked it more. It was, I really liked this new song. Oh, I mean, I like it too, but heresy. But I, I only wrote down a few of the, because it does get subtitled on Tubi, which is nice. I only wrote down a few of the apparently new writer moves we, that we have there. And some of them are just odd. And I think confirms mm-hmm. my theory that Hongo and Hayato just add writer as a prefix to everything they do and call it a new move. 
because there was i think that one i didn't write down was i heard i i'm telling you i swear i saw the subtitle writer swim yes i saw that i'm like really <laughs> but then there was writer jet which sounds like the name of a vehicle not a move <laughs> i'm like he has a motorcycle. Why does he need a jet? How do you ride a jet? Oh, whatever. I, why does Superman need a car? I, that's a thing. That is a thing. Thanos had a helicopter. Yes, he did. <laughs> why does Thanos have a helicopter? But uh, but then there was, I think I saw Ryder Cut. And there's another one that I'm saving for the awards because it's kind of funny. Okay not well more than kind of funny but that's basically all i have on this episode the one thing i do want to mention is so we have the the one poison capsule left because they the the good guys destroyed most of the poison capsules but there's one poison capsule left and the butterfly monster is going to throw it out into the water and when she does throw it out there Common Rider leaps up and catches it midair. And I thought that was so cool that he caught the poison capsule midair. And then we get a midair rider kick because they both leap into the air. And while he's halfway in the air, then he rider kicks. <laughs> and, and so that just didn't a, make your that didn't make the awards for you. Oh, boy. No, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. So we're going to we'll see when we get down there to what my awards are. But but yeah, there's a couple of couple of neat little things that they they did a lot of aerial uh, action in this episode with, with, you know, and leaps and jumps and stuff, um, you know, which is typical for the show. But just they did a lot in this episode. I, mean, and I really liked it. He's a grasshopper. That's what he did. Right. Actually, I don't think about it. He's a grasshopper. He was chewing a piece of grass. And now he's hopping. I retract my statement about why this doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Time to move on to the next episode. Transition. First web Spider-Man Dokumondo. Tsuchigumo Otoko Dokumondo. Sawada, a friend of Hongo's, invents a liquid gunpowder that can melt anything it touches. But when Shocker sends the malevolent purse web man spider on to kidnap the scientist, Sawada ends up in a coma. Now Shocker will go so far as to turn Sawada into a cyborg to have this formula. Only Common Rider can stop them! Another Spider-Man. Another Spider-Man. Yep, we're more repeats. We get another Spider-Man. This one threw me what off. What is this? Some kind of No Way Home multiverse scenario? The Enter the Spider-Verse? You know what? I'm not hitting the button for that one because I wish. <laughs> they could do that for Common Rider pretty easy. Actually, no. Most of the Common Rider shows are in the same universe, so I guess not. But <laughs> at least a good chunk of them are in the same universe. But no, it's not that. Although I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence about whether or not I like this one more than the other one, or if I, or if this one can take the other one, because you know this is going all the way back to the very first episode. But it threw me off at first because it said Purse Web Man, because again the subtitles mm -hmm. in the episode don't agree with what Shout Factory actually titles them in the episode listings 
But I had to look that's up just what a, a purse web spider is. Right. The that's just a mistake because it's the purse web spider man because it's the he's based on a purse web spider. So it's not just mm-hmm. the purse web man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this this is a, a member of the tarantula family, this purse web spider. Mm-hmm. They they're similar to well, I, I, I want to say they're similar to trapdoor spiders where they dig holes in the ground and spin their webs into like tubes that get uh, mm-hmm. covered by leaves and other debris. And then they will wait inside that hole inside the inside the tube underground and mm-hmm. wait for an insect to kind of crawl across it and then it reaches up bites them and drags them under uh mm-hmm. the into the into the nest or into the web mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the technical term for that, that. is am- the, yeah the technical term for that is ambush predator right and we get a little bit of that in this episode because this new spider-man uh, mm-hmm. spider on he digs in the ground and comes mm-hmm. up from the ground grabs a guard that's outside this lab and drags the garb into the hole mm-hmm. and which i thought was just and really then cool. produces a skull very very quickly he skins just people the skull very fast. just the skull just the skull no other just part the of the skeleton just yeah. the skull but then sets the it on the ground <laughs> outside yep. the hole just yep. there for anybody to come across and, and find just sits yeah. there like i guess but I, oh, by the way uh it, the purse web spiders are also called atypidae or atypical tarantulas and there are some in the united states there's only three species of atypical tarantulas and there is one in the united states just want to throw that out there but there's also one in asia which is probably where they got this <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, these purse web spiders are are all over uh, Japan. In fact, the the word that they use for this particular type of um, spider, the suchigumo, um, mm-hmm. that is also a word that's used for a specific uh, spider yokai in Japanese lore. There's mm-hmm. a giant spider. Uh, it, sometimes it's described as just a giant spider. Sometimes it's described as having like a parts of its body being a tiger it's like a tiger's head and a spider's mm-hmm. body or a, a tiger's body and spider legs um but yeah it's a it, they actually use the same name for a yokai in yep. folklore mm-hmm. but it gets translated as spider on okay. yeah be <sighs> weird with your subtitle shao factory spider on yeah spider on Okay, you just don't want to use Spider-Man again, or just call him Purse Web Man, probably because it sounds funny. Um, okay, moving on. So let's talk about Shocker's plan here, if we can, for <laughs> just a starts, bit. Which starts with the show pulling an uh, pulling an important item out of the memory hole, but not the one you would think. <laughs> Namely, the show remembered that Hongo is apparently a science genius and a motocross racer. Remember, I I freaked out and joked about that in in one of our earliest episodes. We're like, IQ of 300? What? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, isn't his IQ like off the charts or something like that? Like they've they've definitely brought that up before. 
The show remembered he's a science genius because it starts off with him and his friend Sawada, who we've never seen until this episode, hanging out mixing chemicals. I mean Kool-Aid. I mean chemicals together. <laughs> that was some, some of which I'm pretty sure was, was the fake. Yeah, some of which I think was the fake blood that they've used in past episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that, our that was blood some thick it'll, look, it'll look good because that's how that's how you show that a scientist is sciencing. He plays around with beakers for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, just mixing random beakers together. Uh, Shocker's plan is to use this chemical that that Sawada is uh, liquid gunpowder to melt everything metal because that's that's the thing it can melt any metal anything any metal it touches yeah. it can melt yeah and, and, and then it they want to melt and and they want to and shocker wants to melt everything that is metal in japan guys you've done this before you've had kaijin that could spit things that melt did you forget the funny melting effects that you had before? You turned people into bead necklaces. But the difference is they they weren't metal. So they want to melt metal. And and so and they want to melt all the metal in Japan. Well, they can't melt. Well, you know what? You can't kill the metal. The metal will live on. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a lot of song <laughs> references this week. <laughs> There's a lot of musical references. I mean, when is there not a lot of musical references when we're on here? <laughs> so Shocker's plan to, so they want to capture Sawada and get his research. Well, Sawada's research goes up in flames when he crashes the car <laughs> okay. trying to escape. We need to, okay. we need to park here. <laughs> Pun intended. I have opinions about that scene <laughs> okay it's it got into one of the awards it almost got into two of them for me this week i seriously considered it because sawada is one tough mother trucking cookie <laughs> I swear to you, I thought he was dead. The man drove his car while running from Shocker, drove his car off a dam. Yep. Which then, in true movie and TV fashion, for ex spontaneously explodes on the way down for no reason. And yep. yet... We see him in a body cast alive in the next scene in a hospital. <laughs> He's just How in a coma. <laughs> the heck. <laughs> Show, I know you're common writer. I know you're 70s tokusatsu. I know you're nuts. But I think you officially jumped the shark kaijin <laughs> with that. <laughs> Just for at least for this episode. I we haven't yeah. had a shark have we had a shark kaijin yet? Pretty sure we haven't. I don't think so. Kaijin? I'm surprised we haven't, but if there's a shark kaijin, common writer has officially jumped it. But he's common writer, <laughs> he can jump. That's his thing. So totally jumped it. 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy that he just gets out of that with with, you know, I mean, he's in a coma and they have to do surgery to save his life. So, you know, that surgery that fixes comas, um, there's a there's <laughs> it's TV surgery. <laughs> uh, but, but when they when Shocker Shocker even thinks that he's dead because of the of the car wreck. And so and the only reason that they and the only reason they don't execute Neo Spider-Man here, Purse Web Man, Purse Snatcher Web Man, is because is because the the great leader magically knows he's not dead, and then interrupts. Uh, uh, what is what's the um, oh Ambassador Hell? The um, he interrupts Ambassador Hell and says, "No, he's still alive. You don't need to kill him." Don't don't kill right. purse snatcher man. Uh, go yeah, like, kill the the scientist and 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 get get the or, or go no they well, kill him. They don't want to kill Sawada. They want to go. This is specific. They want to go capture Sawada, who's in a coma, and they want to extract his brain and put it into a cyborg body so that they he can tell them what the formula is for his. Uh, stuff that that melts metal yeah so i guess even they're a little worried he's gonna die so their solution is brain transplant brain transplant this is straight out of a 50s b movie (laughs) it's so good though i love it it is is wonderfully ridiculous in the most comic booky and 50s b movie sort of way but it is I just such a it. silver age it. comic book style story. And I love it. it. <laughs> I can't hate it. I, I'm serious when I say it. it's like, I, you may sound like I'm making fun of it, but I can't hate it. <laughs> and, and, and my favorite part of this whole episode, my favorite part, and it's just such a little small moment is when spider on the new Spider-Man goes into the hospital room and he goes to pull back the sheet to, you know, to, to get Sawada. And I thought, I thought, oh, they're going to do what they've done before in previous episodes. Hongo's going to be there in, in the bed. No, he pulls back the thing and there's the skull, the skull of the guard that the, the Spider-Man had killed earlier in the episode was it, is was in the that, hospital was bed. Was it the, was it the murdered man's skull or is it just a foam skull? Like, did they just go to a Halloween store and just get a foam skull to taunt him? It's like, oh, you like skulls? So, you know, a purse snatcher man, purse web snatcher man. Oh, here, we'll give you a skull. It's totally fake. It's official. I need to screenshot that very quick shot of, of purse web snatcher man holding the skull before he smashes it in anger. Just so I could put some shape and put some Hamlet lines there. <laughs> to be or not to be, not to be. <laughs> but I just love the idea that if it's not the guard, because it is, it is. If you look at it, it is the same skull that they use. It's the same prop. Jeez, let's just, put it that way. Oh well, yeah, it's the same prop. But, but if, if it's, it's the actual the, murdered man's skull, that's just <laughs> morbid. If <laughs> in universe, if the in universe it is not the same skull, then 
Tachibana and Hongo just have a random skull laying around that they can use as a decoy, and that's even scarier. <laughs> they keep it around for Halloween. You never know. I mean, it's such a weird. This I was just like they use this man's skull. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then Hongo, Hongo rolls out from, from under the bed. He's not all he's from not under the, the bed. He's under the bed. He just rolls out. He's like, ha ha! I knew you'd show up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of this whole thing. I mean, we can talk about we can talk about how he, the, uh, Hongo, the, Hongo ambushed the ambush predator. Ooh. Exactly. Uh, we can talk about a little, you know, how Shocker kills the the doctor that was going to do the surgery so that they can ki- you know kidnap Sawada and stuff and like and they impersonate him uh that's all interesting but but really that whole that whole moment there in that hospital room was my favorite part of this whole episode um I do like so uh, they do they impersonate the the doctor who's going to do the surgery on Sawada doctor so that who? they can kidnap him Doctor Who? No, he left. <laughs> he left. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but what gets me is when when the shocker goons transform into their shocker goon outfits. <laughs> they're still wearing the doctor coats and white masks instead of the normal black mask. Like they specifically brought doctor, like like medical. <laughs> version of their masks <laughs> they came prepared they they're came multi-talented prepared. Yeah. shocker goons <laughs> oh man but then so to 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 find where shocker has taken sawada to to rescue sawada they they're trying to figure out where they took him and they don't know where they went to. But then this is where you hinted at earlier in this episode, how Goro actually finds the answer or at least in a, in a roundabout way has the answer yeah, uh, because, because he, Hongo, went sp- he went spider hunting in the woods. <laughs> yeah. He went spider hunting in the woods, but, but for Hongo school. realizes totally for school. <laughs> no, cause Goro's just a weird kid. <laughs> yes he is he's a very but, strange uh, boy he's just Hongo like I get to start- hang out with motorcycle riders and pretty girls so I'm not going to complain right exactly <laughs> but he but Hongo puts together that the uh, spiders uh, certain spiders will produce an oily uh, an oil on their feet so that they don't stick to their own webs which I don't think is the case for every spider but I guess some spiders do I don't really know that uh, for sure but I know not all spiders produce a little oil yeah but I'm just saying it was like so you're going to find him by following greasy footprints greasy footprints yep that's that's is there a but really you know weird stupid movie that matt from monstrosity's vlog is obsessed with called the greasy strangler yes <laughs> the greasy strangler yes are we sure it didn't star purse web snatcher man <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> but but what i like about this though and, and it ties back into what we were talking about earlier and and something that i like about um these two episodes specifically is that in both of these episodes that we talk about this week 
Hongo uses his intelligence to solve problems instead of just his physicality as common Rider. And I, that's one thing that we didn't get a whole lot with Hayato. Hayato kind of punched his way through things. He didn't really figure things out and really outsmart, uh, or they would show him outsmarting, you know, but they would never see how he figured things out. Whereas with Hongo, they, they like to show how he's piecing things together and kind of investigating and solving problems. And it's kind of, you know, to show his intelligence. And I like that. I like that we have a hero that uses not just his brawn, but also his brains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also have a spider villain who has a web whip. Which I kind of yes, like. I like the web whip. Yep, which is kind of funny because didn't didn't both of the 70s Spider-Man shows do that later? Probably. <laughs> I think they did. I think I've heard about that. <laughs> and we also have a throwback here again because we have a rider kick that doesn't just blow up the kaijin but blows up <laughs> an entire building <laughs> it hits the kaijin who flies away explodes and takes the building with him yes <laughs> how do you how do you how do you modulate this or is it just kind of yeah random depends on the kaijin i'd like to think that there's just like a dial on on uh hongo's like thigh that he just <laughs> crank it up <laughs> it's like you get rider kick level seven. Oh, you're exceptionally no you get level nine <laughs> turn it up to 11 <laughs> oh, man. That, would, that sounds like a very anime thing to do like have a, a built-in dial to determine <laughs> determine your power level <laughs> that rider kick really it's over 9000 <laughs> that would be cool to just have a have a, a a hero who has like a dial on the back of his hand that he just turns to dial in the the strength of his punches it's like one one punch man but he has like a little gloves that specifically have like little dials on them <laughs> a punch <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it'll be that, it's, it's like you know it's like baby fist <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, girly fist tiny boy fist <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and then it goes all the way to one punch <laughs> yeah it's like you know level gorilla level uh <laughs> you know, uh, go gorilla <laughs> uh, you know and then it goes all the way one punch i okay <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of cool actually it'd be weird if you could only do it in an anime probably maybe yeah, tokusatsu could, could... maybe tokusatsu yeah yeah uh but with that i think we can probably move on to the awards for this week yep i think we can i had a couple of funny funny notes but nothing all that important one of them was just me poking fun at the transliteration for some of the dialogue but because I know enough. To, I know enough Japanese to be dangerous. Anyway, so it's time for the awards. First up is the Henshin Kick for the best stunt or fight scene. This time I actually said it right. I don't know if you listened to. By the way, quick little shout out to Michael for coming on last minute to do some bookends for last week's episode when we reposted a Kaiju Weekly <laughs> mm. about Ultraman, and I kept flubbing 
this award because I couldn't say things right. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard it yet, but I could not say it correctly to save my life. Right. While Michael was trolling me, heckling me. But anyway, <laughs> oh, what did man. you have? Uh, so I, my Henshin kick award goes to the scene right after my favorite scene in the, in the spider, uh, episode, which was in the hospital. But when Hongo actually fights, uh, the shocker goons and the Spider-Man in the hospital, the, they do this really unique camera angle, which I really like that they're experimenting a little bit with camera angles and camera shots. They went back uh, to the early episodes with that, with that. Yeah, and so they put it like straight down, so you're looking like literally overhead. ninety degree, yeah, ninety degrees overhead of the fight scene, and it actually works really good because that hospital room is such a small space, and they're trying to you know have a full fight scene with multiple people, so to make it feel less cramped and less you know staged i guess they moving it up there actually helped with that so it was a good use of the of the small space and the camera angles to kind of make that fight scene very action-packed mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and it it was also probably a little bit practical because it was a confined space and i kind of wish that the camera had lingered up there and they had left it there but mm. oh well <laughs> to make yet another music reference you can't always get what you want yeah, I, and, and I didn't mention it earlier when we were on that episode, but the episode with the butterfly monster, there's a shot that they do where they're they're on the dam with uh, the butter, the shocker goons and the butterfly monster with the with the hostages and a common rider is riding the motorcycle, the cyclone towards them and the camera just zooms in from that shot from where they're at straight out to common rider. And so you get this wide angle of Common Rider riding his motorcycle straight towards the camera, but then you zoom in real quick to it. And so it just creates this really nice action shot, almost like a comic book or a manga, mm -hmm. having a, you know, a wide angle shot of the hero approaching and then a zoom in of his, mm -hmm. you know, determined face and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just the combination of that plus this this scene here that we're talking about with the the uh, in the hospital just they're really playing with the camera in very unique ways and i like that they're experimenting and doing different things to to kind of not make this show just the same thing all the time and so mm -hmm. boring because mm -hmm. the camera is actually doing something different each each week yeah along those lines i, I recently watched a, is a, a video from blue nova they've been going through common rider and periodically making videos discussing it. And one of the things they brought up was that at this point, the Kamen Rider crew had made a couple of movies, or at least I think one movie, and the <laughs> cinematography, since they had to make a movie, they had to make the cinematography more cinematic, obviously, and they're t bringing some of that to the show now. Yeah, yeah, which and you can really see it. And, and, and like I said, with a show like this, and, and I say this about any tokusatsu show with whether it be Ultraman, Kamen Rider, or Super Sentai, any of them, because they tend to be very repetitive in their story, formulaic. it's, yeah, when they're very formulaic, and they just do the same thing each week, week to week, uh, 
it's things like that, the little details like camera work or, or character development or story, you know, and, and acting like the individual acting ability, those little details start to stand out more because you, now, you know, the formula, you're not really paying attention to the formula. You're looking for the details. So when the details, when, when the creators are paying attention to those details, it just makes the show even more better, more, more better. My head hurts. Anyway, and the reason that why uh, we're spending so much time on this as we are is because I picked the same thing because <laughs> it right. is a really yeah. great. I, I love the cinematography. It was a great. It was. A, it was. I. I just wish it had lasted a little bit longer. Like I said. And now for talking Toku for the best special effect. What did you have? Um. So there's a scene we didn't dwell on it because it was in my awards. But when Hongo gets put into the jail cell. And he is trying to figure out how do I stop them from using the poison to poison all of the water sources in Japan. And he, he was trying to do it from the jail cell. And he actually uses his intelligence, like we said, we were talking about, and decides, okay, I see the capsules of poison over there. I'm going to light a thing, uh, like a piece of paper or something that he found on fire i'm going to throw it over there and hope that it catches the crates that they're in on fire and blows them up and there was this nice explosion there was this nice you know because it goes from the crates being on fire to actual pyrotechnic explosions and stuff and so that's a really it was just a really nice special effect but also ties in with what we were talking about what i love that a character's using his brains more than his brawn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i was talking about it a little bit earlier because the plot point that that this illustrates is patently absurd but we get some rare miniature work in this because mm -hmm. the scene where sawada where sawada gets into the world's worst car accident and miraculously survives it, it was a miniature car on a miniature dam and you know falls and explodes it was great now is it like toho movie quality no <laughs> it definitely looks like a miniature but the fact that they're even attempting it they built a a, a miniature of a dam and had the car they went they did the work for a shot that lasts mm -hmm. all of what 10 seconds maybe at the most right so I have to applaud that, even if it doesn't look as good as Toho. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like like we said, it's TV budget. You know, TV. Even though the budget is increasing for the show, there's still a TV budget, <laughs> so they're still yeah. having to work around that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we have coming at you for the best line. Actually, yours is it's funnier, more for our in joke. <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> so uh, there's in a scene joke, where I mean, by in joke, I mean us and our listeners. <laughs> right. Exactly. So there's a scene where Taki, the, the scene where Taki is visiting the haunted house area uh, and talking and to, talking to uh, gorilla in disguise. Right. And she walks away and he just gets this kind of dopey look on his face <laughs> and says, wow, what a pretty lady. And I'm like, one, that's dumb. And two, 
you're married sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I basically wrote the same thing. I'm like, you're married. Did you forget? I, I, at this point, I'm just assuming only sometimes that, is he married. Yeah, I, at this point, I'm just assuming that his wife left him off camera because she's like, if your life is going to be spent chasing Kaijin, I'm out. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's my headcanon right now for that. Anyway, uh, mine, mine it goes back to another scene we spent a lot of time talking about. And this is after. It's in the hospital after the to be or not to be foam skull scene. I'm hoping that's foam. God help me if it's not. But and Hongo rolls out from under the bed and pose and does his little martial arts pose and he says, "I've been waiting, shocker." <laughs> Great hero line right there. Mhm. Yes. All right. And now on to what might be our favorite award, WTH, what the henshin for the craziest moment. You hinted at it a little bit. Please explain. The Joker from Batman 66 is kidnapping people in a haunted house. Oh, no. Holy common writer, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see the makeup that this girl was wearing when she's in her human form, but she's showing, you know, when she's like revealing that she's, you know, evil, she's got, you know, of course she's got like dark lines drawn across her, which, you know, is typical for like shocker monsters, but she's got the red painted smile looks exactly like Cesar Romero's smile that they would always paint on him when he was playing the Joker. But she no has the Joker smile, <laughs> but no mustache. No mustache. We hope she doesn't have a mustache. Um, uh, I but, hope she uh, doesn't have a mustache. But what what's Shocker putting in their Kaijin juices or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> but she has the Joker makeup on. And so I was just like, it's the Joker. <laughs> okay. All right. That's funny enough. Here's mine. Admittedly. It's only funny if you're an English speaker. Remember where I said that we had that new Common Writer fight song that you love so much? And it's rattling yes. off the names of other writer moves? Yes. And there was a one that made the list, and I saw the subtitle, but then when I heard the... <laughs> I heard the singer say, like, hold on, what was that? And I actually backed it up to make sure. And I'm like, yep, that's what it sounds like. Because you're a Japanese guy saying what's technically an English word that I guess doesn't technically exist in Japanese. There's actually a fair amount of that. I, there's a technical term for that where one language basically just borrows uh, it's a loan word. That's what it is. A loan word. Like <laughs> loan word. To give an example in reverse, at this point, as weird as it sounds, kaiju has basically become a loan word from Japanese in English now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the it word is. has actually reached enough prominence in the English speaking world. Thank you, Pacific Rim. Took you a long time, but it <laughs> got there. So now it's basically a loan word from Japanese. Well, there's a fair amount of loan words also from English and Japanese. Case in point, if you ever watch Godzilla versus Gigan in the original Japanese, they say tape, 
but due to Japanese how you know Japanese accents, it comes out sounding a little bit weird. Same thing happens here. It's supposed to be the writer screw, which already sounds kind of weird. But thanks to that accent, it comes out as writer screw you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Gotta play it for that one. That was so unfortunate. Writer screw you. He's saying it really fast. Writer screw you. I like that. Right. I, I think that is get that's gonna have to be our new insults uh now, Travis. <laughs> right screw, screw you. you. Right, don't screw you. <laughs> uh, Someone makes writer? us a- it makes I'm, us I'm, angry on Twitter. We'll ju- I'm just gonna make a meme that says "Right, don't screw you." <laughs> and to that, I say, well, it just depends on which writer. <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> and with that, let's move on to our minute two engine. <laughs> I'm having one of those rare moments where I'm questioning my decision to be the co-host on this show. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is the minute to hinge it? Explain, explain. (laughs) Uh, This is where we give our final thoughts on the episodes we have discussed in one minute or less. (laughs) Let's just say Travis is very quick about it and leave it at that. Anyway, are you ready, Travis? Yes, I am ready. All right. On your mark, get set, go. Well, I've already pretty much covered all of my main points, which was, you know, I like the unique camera angles and the way that they're using the camera to keep the show interesting, not repetitive. Uh, And I like how Hongo in these two episodes is using his brains and not just his brawn. That was something that really stood out to me in the early Congo episodes. And it's something that continues to be some, something that I really like about his character specifically. So I hope they continue to do that in future episodes. Uh, 33 seconds. But did you say Congo early Congo episodes? What did I what? say? Congo episodes? Yeah, I think, I think you said Congo. That was kind of funny. It was like, Oh wait, well we did have episodes Congo. in Africa. <laughs> Come on, uh, everybody, let's do that conga. No, you can't control uh, yourself uh, any longer. <laughs> the music reference. Baby, feel continue. the <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, now it's my turn. Here we go. So, yeah, we get in the, some repetition in this, although at least it's not five or six mind control episodes in a row. Thank Godzilla for that. But you know, we're starting to repeat some motifs. But like you said, Travis, this we're getting to the point now where you have to focus on the details and less on the formula, because if you get caught up in the formula, you might start getting bored. But you can't just uh, we're at a point now where you can't rely on the formula. You have to work within the formula. So, OK, we'll do another spider monster again but this time it'll be the purse web spider and it ambushes people oh let's do we did a moth let's do a butterfly and it's a girl and she 
kidnaps people in a haunted house, you know, weird little details like that. So got to give the show credit for figuring out how to keep mixing it up just in time. Nice. Nice. And with that, we're going to say we're going to close out this episode by saying thank you for listening to the Henshin Men, a tokusatsu appreciation podcast. You can find links to all of our social media in the description of this episode. You can listen to more of me on the Kaiju Weekly podcast and listen to more of Nathan on the Monster Island Film Vault and the Power Trip, which is also part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network. If you found some enjoyment from this podcast, consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podchaser. And until next time, what are we going to say, Nathan? Hongo to Spider-On and goons, I've henshin expecting you.